I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This week, we take you to Sicily, part two. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hey, baby, we're back. We're back. We're back. Listen, we are here. You're cool. Aunt and uncle talking about our vacation. Or brother, sister, or friends. Whatever it is. Or enemies. Cool. And definitely get buckled in for a conversation about vacations. Uh, <laughs> just so if you don't get lost, if you want to catch up, um, you should listen to the episode from last week. Yes. Because that's part one. We're in part two now. Right. We're in part two. So what has just happened. We're d- thrusting you into the action. We're getting you directly into the thick of things. We have just gotten back from the little island of Ustica back to Palermo where we've rented a car and we have to drive across the island to go to Casavecchio, a tiny little village that's not even on most maps where my grandparents are from. All right, Nick is paying attention to driving. Nobody say anything. (laughs) You're just paying attention to driving. This has nothing to do with you. We're driving for the first time in Palermo. Most of the streets seem like they're one way and then become two way. So far, it has been not that scary. Well, what do you think? Pretty scary. This is okay. No, no, it's not that scary. I'm, like, what? I'm not going to ask you questions. You have to focus. I know. We don't even, we always crash when we podcast in the U.S. I know. No, this is like um, anarchy out here. It's no, like, it's like pure anarchy. There's no real roads, but everyone's kind of just like softly moving together with a lot of harsh uh, screams. Yeah. Everybody is driving like, I'm sorry. I don't know I'm what. I'm going to do an Italian ah! move. This is an Italian move. What is this? Now we're just... I don't know. I'm just going in this lane. I think this is the lane. Well, there are... I yeah. followed them. Okay, that works. That works. Just stay direct. If it's two of you, then it's not breaking the law. You know? Ever since I got my second bee sting, I've just been fully Sicilian. Now, yeah, you know? second uh, octopus sting? Oh, yeah. What'd I say? Bee? bee? Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Oh, jellyfish. They got me. I'm so nervous right now. I just I lost a lot of focus. Okay. Okay. We so, have to you focus. Up. I'm, like, watching the GPS. Oh, oh. fuck. You have to turn here. Turn left. left here. Can you? Up. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I said I would focus, and then I didn't. I apologize. <laughs> me despacio. Well, that was our first left turn through chaos. We're driving the nicest car I've driven in years. Okay. Via. Okay. Now, take a right. Where? On Via Howell. Not yet. One more block. Right. Who's, who's this guy? That guy is... Oh, he's waving at someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, boy, he has nothing to do with you. Yes. No, it's not. Yes. Yes. Oh, this guy's coming at the same time. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. I think the main thing is is you just um, can't hit cars or people. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Like right now, for instance. Yeah. There are... There's a road... There are three oh different... Oh, wait. What's happening here? This way? Uh, keep, go, keep straight. Can you? High or low? High. Okay. I think. I don't know. I can't tell. I feel like it's like keep right at the fork. Straight? Yeah. Go straight. I think I can go straight. Fuck. I'm cutting this guy. And then that guy's going. Guy. These guys are assholes. Okay. No, no, they're not assholes. They're cool. That was probably us being assholes. <laughs> We don't know. We don't know. Okay, so follow the slight curve of the earth towards the right. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. I no, people are literally like there's no like lane markings on any of the roads. So you're just people are just driving around and so, like softly I mean, this is this is actually a hella crazy. This street is so cool. Yeah. Also, for the people listening, go to Palermo. Palermo's oh yeah, Palermo is the shit. shit. All right, we're, this is a very this is a very unfocused okay. situation. Not I just wanted to check out. Check we're in, just check checking in. in. We're still alive. I am actually kind of I'm pretty scared right now, but I feel okay. 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 So you know that like. The world considers Italians to be the worst drivers. I didn't then, know about that stereotype, but yes. I'm held down. And then I, in my driver's ed class back in Franklin High School, the teacher was t- talking about how hor- horrific Italian drivers are. And then within Italy, Sicilians are known as the worst drivers. So what would you say is like makes them the worst drivers? Nothing. They're the best drivers. There's no <laughs> rules and you just go. But everyone is chill basically yeah. there was one super annoying thing which went against my whole american mind frame was when we were driving on the highway yeah oh if yeah you're you in the left tripping. lane no i was tripping because this is bullshit in america or anywhere that's smart you just go around cars that are slower but in sicily they just come directly up on your ass and start flashing their high beams on you it's like go around so okay I was. You don't drive, so you don't know. No, I'm you right sh- and you're wrong. Shut up. So, a, I'm not sure if that's always the case in America. I feel like it's not. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> and B, the people who are driving in the fast lane were going like 40 miles an hour faster than you. The fast lane is for legitimately fast people. So like you were in the way, like they were going so much faster than you that it was like unbelievable that you would think you could be in that lane. I was going so much faster than all the other people and only but you some weren't people going were as going as fast as the fast people. That's and I think, true, and but they should have just gone around. I, what, I think it's way, way safer for the fastest people to just haul ass as fast as they possibly can and other people to get the fuck out of their way. Okay, Muriel's wrong on every level, but she's right on a base level, which is insanely irritating to me. No, I knew I was wrong, but it was also like, don't act like I was going some slow poke, okay? I was going, oh, God, my ego is being very fragile right now. Okay, well, how do you think I did driving? I thought you did a great job driving. I will say from the passenger standpoint of someone who doesn't have a driver's license, the craziest thing was like you drive and it's a two-way street and then about five people decide that the coast is clear and they just fan out into the oncoming traffic lane. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you're in a four lane one-way street and everybody just accepts that as like well i needed to pass and then that guy had to go talk to his friend and then the whole thing makes so we would be driving and nick we would be sitting there and nick would go wait is this is this a one-way and i'd be like i don't think so because the traffic lights are facing that way too and they're like okay and it's just a full-on like rebellion against just the direction that we're driving that was my favorite thing. Yeah. And they do it slowly and chill. You know, yeah, like it's not right. like really crazy. Everyone's going with the flow. You just have to be intuitive and you have to be like, people don't drive with ego out there. Except for me who won't get out of the way of the fast I know. people. I was like, boy, <laughs> if you keep getting into trouble, you know it's because you're wrong. You're wrong. So true. But there's just like not a lot of, there's just like no ego in how they drive. So they just go 
and like you can kind of be close to each other and you're both kind of turning at the same time and it's like yeah i'm not gonna hit you are you gonna hit me no yeah. then what's the problem we're both going yeah. right like yeah. so like just pay attention and go it's it's for, as they as honk, they honk outside outside of our, our, nobody can figure out how to drive out our i know street. los angeles is just like mad max uh so it was driving in sicily was fun as hell it was so so fun yeah well watching you do it i was like very very impressed with how well you adapted considering that if i yell get out of the way you don't know i'm talking about a snake i'm gonna edit that part out you know we're just chilling in little johnny 20 meters Castlevania. It is one of the most beautiful places I honestly have ever seen. Like, right, I know. It's yeah. it's so much. It's like you're we're just walking around it and I didn't want to say it out loud cuz it felt corny well, to me. Well, that's what you were doing. You were like, "Okay, well, I said it." And you're like, "Really?" Did well, you- cuz what I'm saying is like the way it felt how it felt to me was like walking around and thinking like this is the most beautiful, magical, secret place that like no one knows about yeah. except for people f- that live here and but it felt corny to vocalize because that's like how could that be true yeah because it's just like of course i'm gonna like it the best because of it's where my grandparents are from and it has like this history and you know all this legend within my makeup of who i think i am or whatever and so it was kind of quiet about it and then you were just like this is the most magical place in all of Sicily and Sicily was like the most magical place. Yeah. It's secretly like th- the greatest village in the world. It's, so it's nestled up in the hills off the Ionian Sea. Well, it's, and you're saying hills and I get it. Yeah. It's not a mountain, but when you're talking about this like picture the highest point in this like insane rolling hillside. So well, it is, I mean, they are mountains. It's Mount Etna's right there, a huge volcanic mountain. Well, like, and it's, so it's not a hillside. It's right. like, you're literally like, it's ancient buildings that are nestled at the top vantage point where you can like go out in any of these crappy buildings. Like they're not crappy, they're beautiful, but they're old and decrepit. Yeah. And like, you can go out on any of the balconies, like our balcony on our, the place we were staying, you could see forever. It was like you could see the like the shadow of the sunset like creeping across the you know yeah. forest and you could see the ocean and you could see all the other towns. I mean it's like it's insane. It's so, so you're beautiful. Up, it's up in the mountains in between Terramina and Messina, which are like two bigger kind of uh bigger economic hubs. Terramina's like uh super touristy and Messina's like where the port is and it's, it's like a big economic hub of Sicily and there's all these other little villages like peppered throughout the mountains that you can they can all see each other from this vantage point and there's a there's a town at the bottom called Santa Teresa de Riva which the first time I went to Castlevecchio my parents hadn't been there 
and I was the first one to go back and I got a bus or something, a train into Santa Teresa de Riva and there are no signs to get to Castle Vecchio. I knew that it was up there, but there's no instructions and there's no bus. So, and I, and the phones weren't working. So I like people in the village knew I was coming some relatives. They knew I was coming, but I had no way to get in contact with, I didn't know their phone numbers. I didn't know. So I hitchhiked up. I started walking up the mountain. Then I hitchhiked and all I had with me, cause I didn't know how to find my cousins or anyone in this town. All I had was a photo of my grandparents wedding <laughs> that was in the church was it was that happened at the church in the town. Right. And I had their names. So I ran into this woman and I forget her name and she, and I, I'm so sad that I can't remember her name cause she was, I just was in love with her. She was so great. And she took me down. Like the first thing that happens when you get into town is there's a municipal building right there. So she just took me down there. She didn't work there, but then she just like knew the guy who worked there. Cause everyone knows everyone. And they like looked through the records, found what, you know, found their names and they're like, Oh yeah, Fran and, and Jacinto's family. We know those people. <laughs> they just like took me over to Marcella's house or whatever. And like, that was my introduction to this town it was just a photo of my grandparents wedding, which is also really trippy and crazy because my grandfather was a illegitimate child, which in Sicily is like this really it's a really big deal. It's a huge negative. So his... Well, I mean, your last name is Casolini. Which it's was Little given, House. Which was given to me by the government. Yeah. Because they... Illegitimate child, at least at the time, the father sure wasn't going to claim him. So he was like denied by that whole side of the family. So he couldn't take that name. And you don't get the mother's name either. So the government gives you a name. Yeah, and, and it's this, Little House. This name was meant to keep him in poverty. So he was... Pretty much raised by the church. Right. So there is, so the church in town is filled with these paintings and like woodwork that he either did or was just helped with. Which is like such an insane thing that like he's supposed to be the one bastard kid in town, right? Yeah. Like he's the Catholini. Yeah. But then like the proudest thing in the town is the church that everyone goes to and that's like his legacy. Yeah, I know. You know, like that's such a wild idea. Like no. it's like and he was also like one of the best like Castlevecchio is known for their marching band uh -huh. or whatever, and he was like one of the best uh, uh he played the clarinet. Is that just called a clarinetist? Clarinetti. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. He was like really known for that also. Really? Yeah. So he's like kind of like this. He was like super handsome too. Yeah. He was a stone cold killer. Yeah. And he was beloved on some level and then just shunned like universally by a ton of people in town. Oh man. I relate to this story so much. <laughs> so... So, and then my grandmother was actually in America and got sent back and it was in like an arranged marriage yeah. and they were married in Castlevecchio and both of their parents, all of my great grandparents are all from this little town. I mean, every, like you, that half of you, it's like when you say like, oh, I'm Irish or I'm German. Yeah. Oh, I'm Italian. It's like, so for me, like coming into this thing, cause like, it's so beautiful. 
And it's so classy. Like all the women are walking around in high heels and full dresses with done hair. Like they're beautiful and they're fit. And everyone like, like Nick kind of psyched me up for this trip saying everyone in Sicily like dresses up and men don't wear shorts and da 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 da. Yeah. And then we got there and it was like totally not true. Like it was at this point it, it was like had changed and everything was really relaxed. Yeah. Every single place we went to in Sicily, except for Castlevania, <laughs> everyone was dressed in like, like suits without the jacket, khakis, yeah. like beautiful polished shoes. I mean, and nobody's rich, you know, but yeah. they look amazing. The women look like the women look amazing and they're walking around an ancient town that's paved with cobblestone. <laughs> There's like no like, jobs I there. I can barely walk in sneakers. <laughs> yeah. And they're walking around in high-heeled shoes and they're so classy and formal. It's the weirdest thing. But all that being said, y'all are hillbillies. <laughs> so like the whole thing is just like, it's so trippy coming in there. Cause like the other thing that happened was I kept thinking like, oh, Nick, in my mind, and I think in the mind of, like, Americans, like, I feel like you look really Italian. Yeah. Like, you have, like, dark hair and, like, kind of, like, a tan, like, naturally tan skin. And you have this, like, great, you're striking features. Like, you're this, like, you know, you seem, like, very Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. and I just kept thinking, like, oh, that's what Italians look like. Yeah. And we showed up, and nobody looked like you at all. Like, I was like, oh, you don't look like anybody. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's so funny. I wonder if it's just this weird, because, like, you know, maybe, like, it's just a, something about having a distinct relative, a distinct looking relative, whatever. Yeah. But then we get to Castlevania and all y'all have been hooking up for years. <laughs> so y'all look exactly the same. Like not only you all look exactly the same and you're like warm and suspicious in the exact same proportions that you are. I was like, not only do all these fools look like you, but they're all weird like you. Like I was like sitting there going like, this is, this is crazy i want i feel like i'm walking into a nest there's these are my people it's like i it's so weird but this time i showed up as a man in a pagot i don't know whatever kind of car it was pugot it was supposed to be a fiat they gave us something different pugot a pugot yeah and you had a wife nick <laughs> jesus christ so we rolled up and the church bells go off at Castlevania. For whom they told, no one knows. No one knows, but they're just out there banging and clanging. <laughs> so we just roll into town and the church is just like, hey you, we see you, what are you up to? Yeah. We park, we get out. <laughs> Nobody speaks any English. Our Airbnb host doesn't speak any English, but her husband allegedly does. Yes. And she says, he's going to meet you. So here, just meet him at the house. Turns out the listed house address on Airbnb is not correct. So I, so we go in and it's like, okay, I think this is it. And the mural's like going ahead of me and they're not responding back on the messages, whatever, whatever. And she starts to walk up to knock on the door. And I was immediately in, I just knew, I was like, don't knock on the door. But I didn't say, and then just before I could say I can't it, believe you let me go in the danger. I'm sorry. You didn't warn I'm sorry. Because what happened was I really was like, I knew it was, I knew it was wrong. So what happened? <laughs> And Muriel knocks on the door and just like clockwork. So keep in mind, this is all like hilly. So like, so below I'm like up us, on a, yeah, I'm up on a porch, like way above the street. So then like below us in this courtyard, this old timer just saunters around the corner. Well, he's on crutches. So he, he has crutches. crutches. Out of the, out he of has the like church. no teeth, no hair. 
He's not one of the people well-dressed. He basically looks like a ghost. And he turns around the corner and he's friendly and has a smile, but also it's well, not clear. Well, that's what made it creepy. He like <laughs> looked at us with this big smile, put his index finger in the air and then just shook it back and forth. <laughs> no, like, at no, us no, no. With this big smile. It's like, how are you supposed to even <laughs> interpret what that means? Like, I was, and I was like, oh shit, it has begun. We haven't talk to anyone this is our very first interaction so then we come down and he walks up to us no english and he's not all there so he's but we do start communicating and he's like via google translate on our phone no no we oh yeah he he couldn't read here this is one thing i want to throw out there i'm sure i've said it a million times but that was the first time i realized you speak way more italian than you actually acknowledge yeah you start talking to this dude and i was like Bitch, I thought we were talking about rice and milk. <laughs> and the man goes and rides the horse and we swim. Like, where did you get like, oh, sir, hello, good evening. Uh, my father is from this village. You're just like saying all this shit in Italian. I was like, this fool, he's, so he's we start communicating. I know, it just took one, um, you know, like that panic moment. One, yeah, like all I needed was like someone who probably knew my grandfather and then I could like snap into it. I think it's also just like, you know, Either we do this or this old man will kill us. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we start communicating and he's just like, why are you knocking on this door? The person who lives here is named Joe Principato. Okay, so we're going to take a really quick. So Joe, this is very important. So like this is this tiny town where it's like 400 years or whatever, a thousand years of hill people. And they all know who married who and who that illegitimate child is and who's this person and like the principatos there's like all of these different people that nick is related to in the town but some people he's allowed to say he's related to and other people he's not yeah they just like won't acknowledge us like when my dad went back last year or not last year the last time the last time there was like this big acknowledgement of him from his dad's half sister right. was like you're my nephew and like hugged him in front of the church and like gave him all these photos that of him as a child and he was like how did you get these photos and she was like I can't tell you and her sister was refused to acknowledge it yeah her her sister was like these are just rumors like I don't acknowledge you as a family member so like that's the base the baseline of like what we're walking into is that here's the thing they can say they don't acknowledge it or they do acknowledge it but one thing that's true is that every single person knows exactly who this little hotshot you got driving American <laughs> boy. They all remember like 15 years ago when you walked into this town hitchhiking from like Santa Teresa, like Rivera, whatever the fuck that place is called. Like they know exactly who you are yeah. before you even open your mouth. So, so it's like there's all this weird energy when yeah. you walk into the town. So before we can even get into our stupid airbnb this guy's like oh this is joe principato's place and i'm like oh yeah i'm related to joe principato he's like okay cool so he starts talking to him then before we know it his wife comes out of the woodwork another kid and then a hella old lady with her arm in a sling (laughs) his arm was broken i forgot about that so we're just like surrounded and then this then like a middle-aged lady with like a like maybe like 14 year old son shows up yeah and they're just like why are you knocking on this door and, and we're like, oh, we're trying to get into our Airbnb. And so the other thing that just happened in Castlevacchio is they just opened a B&B. So every time we're saying Airbnb, like the lady with the broken arms, like B&B, B&B, like go over, like it's over there, not here, idiot. We're like, not B&B, Airbnb. We're like, renting an apartment for God's <laughs> sakes. 
So then the old man tells the middle-aged lady like, oh, he's related to Joe Principato. And she freaks out. She's like, no, he's not. And just like goes on a crazy Italian tirade. She goes, oh, no, no, Principato. No, not Joe Principato. She like goes off on us and she's like, he's not, but she knows who he is. You know, like she's, she's denying like the claim but like it's like she knows who you are like everybody kind of like knows so they're like yelling at us and then i like show her the airbnb app that has the address and she looks at it and she reads it and i can see in her little beady eyes she registered that it was the right place yeah and then she just goes bah well then her son takes <laughs> yeah, it yeah. and her son looks at it and he just like is like mama and like calms her down yeah because he's the whole time she's like yelling he's just like oh my god stop yelling and it was like none of her business <laughs> like this is the thing well, the- <laughs> it wasn't like like my i was telling the story to my dad <laughs> oh, none my of this god. is anyone's business no and literally as soon as we walked in we're surrounded and everyone's and it was in our business way, the energy was like busybody it's yeah. not like let's attack this guy yeah or like let's protect ourselves like it's very open it's just like like it's like literally if you just every time you met someone new you just fought with them like it was the uncle that you get into fight with every christmas <laughs> yeah right. like it was just like uh, immediately like no pleasantries we're just gonna get straight into you're an idiot and this is not the right place and it's like what does this have to do with you so then we're sitting there fighting with this group of old Sicilians <laughs> in this alley. And then the Airbnb guy comes out and he just walks up and he goes, hey. And I was like, oh, my God, thank God. It's like, are you what's his name? Alfonso or something. Alfredo. Alfredo. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, it's good to see you. And he's like, who? How many people are checking into this Airbnb? <laughs> and we were just like, and Nick and I just go, just us. And then he's just like, all right. And then he basically just goes, get out of here. <laughs> And then he like takes us away because it really did seem like we were like eight or nine deep at that point. I mean, they were talking to us like we were family. <laughs> they weren't happy to see us, but it was definitely like we are family. Yeah. You're an idiot. Fuck you for saying that thing. And by the way, I don't believe in phones. I mean, it was just like so intense. <laughs> uh, well, the other weird thing, the thing that because we had some. So the Airbnb thing was weird. And the first thing that was weird is that no one knew who they were because yeah. I was like Paula and Alfredo. And they were just like, what? There's nobody named that in this town. Like no one knew who that was at all. Yeah. So it was a little bit of the like somebody had renovated some like places and were like renting them out, like had bought some like like they know about the B&B, but they don't understand that like the stupid world is coming in and stealing away their buildings. <laughs> so like whatever thing was on sale, Paula and uh, Alfredo bought it and now they're renting it to us and nobody has any like that's another right. scary thing for them. And right. Like, which I understand. But uh, he let us, so nobody knew who he was. He let us in. Uh, he was the very Airbnb nice. was so baller. Huge. Yeah. Really, really nice. Huge. It was beautiful. It was so, so and the biggest feature is <laughs> there was this like palatial, like stone balcony. And it, <laughs> this is my favorite thing. It looks over the whole like region yeah and the funniest thing about i mean this is a million funny things but one of my favorite things about castlevania is like there are five other identical towns (laughs) 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 so like they think that like castlevania like there's so much like national pride like pride in the you know hometown and like nick you were saying like they all have even though all the towns look identical and they're within 
I don't know, a 15 minute drive from each other or less. Like they're all like insanely close to each other. They think of each other as like complete rivals. <laughs> I know. I'm already getting mad at you saying they look the same. I mean, it's like, it's insane. Like you just sit there on the balcony and look at the twinkling lights of like four other identical towns <laughs> that all have their own separate, like feast of the saint celebrations yeah. and hate each other and won't eat a cannoli from the other one because they make it with the wrong kind of bullshit it's just like they fucking hate. it's so funny but it's like so the balcony is the the like the star of the whole thing yeah and uh we check in and we then decide we're gonna walk through the town and it's so incredibly beautiful we get cheese and meat yeah which is a whole thing like you walk into a butcher shop the <laughs> It's converting like U.S. measurements to a uh, like the metric imperial? system. Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, kilograms. Like what's a kilogram? We uh, that I was like I would walked into this place who this guy has like he makes his own prosciutto and he's like so like obviously talented and like really proud and i was like i'll have one kilogram of prosciutto or whatever and i think i inadvertently ordered like four pounds of prosciutto <laughs> yeah. and he's out there like slicing his ass off just slicing to order and eventually i was like uh uh i was like i'm so sorry i think i made a mistake he doesn't speak any english but i had to show him on the phone i was like just enough for two people like too much too much but we got like prosciutto we got bread we got cheese we got crazy jug wine which is amazing it's like two dollars a bottle for a liter and it's like in a plastic like water bottle and it's the best wine and it's actually hella good and uh we bring it back to the place we like drink wine we eat prosciutto and then we like walk around the town which was amazing people were staring at us like just the most suspicious Ugh. i mean they the were like, sun was setting. It was just like so magical and dangerous. Yeah. And, and every not dangerous at all. No, not dangerous <laughs> at all. But just I just mean like titillating, you know, yeah. like people are looking at you and like you just you're walking down these like cobblestone winding narrow. I don't know, stairways basically. And like that's just how people live. That's just their house. Yeah. And it's so cool. And then we go through this street and there is a family set up with like 20 people. Yeah. It's like this huge table. And, and it's like all plastic chairs, plastic yeah. tablecloths, paper plates, like not fancy. Not fancy. And they just, they, whatever like idea you had that Olive Garden tries to sell you on like, if you're here, your family, they just delivered on so full throttle, like beautiful Italian stereotype style of all time. They're just like, hey, and some of them spoke English. They're like, hey, come over here. Who are you? Oh my God. Well, the first thing they did was the guy stuck a fork in a sausage and jet like jabbed it out on us and he's like eat this sausage <laughs> and i just ate it and then he's like it's good huh and then because his english is like he's still working on it he goes it's not dog and then i was like okay guy but what he meant was it's not a hot dog but he said that and i was like all right i'm not trying to say you people eat dogs <laughs> it's like, i know that i called you hillbillies but i'm not like, and they just like make us sit with them and they just pour us beer and give us huge just, plates of food that was like hilariously delicious yeah just like ridiculous tomatoes that those crazy like um 
chicken meatball things. Oh yeah. Which there's like barely any chicken in Italy, which is really weird to me. But yeah. I don't get it. They like it seems like you raise chickens and eggs there really easily, but Well, and there's lots of stuff with eggs. It's I very don't know. Odd. It's weird. There's just like you don't get chicken hardly anywhere. They now. don't eat chicken, they just eat the eggs. I don't know. So anyways. But we're out there like eating sausages with this family we had never met. And they were just like, ah like just like yelling and talking. And then they thought Nick looks like Robbie Williams. And then they made us take all these photographs. <laughs> with that which was amazing it was just it was so wonderful because we hadn't had i mean there's a lot of warmth with the sicilian kids that put on like the um the festival, the festival. Yeah. and there's a lot of like fun kind of like people who run their businesses will really kind of like be kind to you and kind of fun and like there's like you're having good interactions with people but sicilian people are if you don't if they don't know you they're not friendly so like they're not welcoming. But they will know you after seeing you like twice. Right. But for some reason this these people were just drunk enough or they were cuz some only one of them was actually from Castlevecchio and she was friends with all these people from Milan, Venice, and they had uh, just Naples. like come to like vacation. They were just hanging out in Castlevecchio cuz why wouldn't you? It's like of course. Yeah. So they I don't know whatever they were not hung up on shit and they just like totally brought us in just gave us like the most like just that incredible like what you what you fantasize about italian family dinners being like like they just sucked us right in and it was just like so fun and cool and and weird we drank beer we talked we caught up we took pictures (laughs) that we go okay we gotta leave we took more pictures (laughs) and it was like it was the most magical like hilarious thing and then we walk back to the airbnb so all of castlevacchio like you can walk across castlevacchio in like less than 10 minutes i mean it's just it's like when we say tiny yeah very tiny yeah and so and then you walk back we're walking back to our airbnb we get through the gate we walk in and uh i know i tease you too much but i tease (laughs) you because i love you so much okay so my husband who doesn't know about keys (laughs) stuck the key in the door and i'm watching him just cranking this key so hard so the door's not opening and he's just like cranking it yanking it to the side well to set the stage a little bit too basically to get into our airbnb you had to go through two huge steel like barrier type outdoor gates and both of the locks were actually confusing and they didn't go over them with us and all the keys in italy are confusing and all all of them are weird i know i mean you also can't get into our apartment building that we've been living (laughs) in for six years but i understand what you're saying so like Anything that's not immediately opening, Nick is like, well, great. I'm going to go ape shit on this and turn it until it goes. <laughs> well, and it's 1130 at night. And what we had to do is we were going to go back to the Airbnb and change real quick and go meet my cousin. Yeah. We were going to go to her house, but we were just wearing and like, this shorts. Is like, yeah, and it was. And Nick was like, we cannot go there wearing shorts. We have to change. Yeah. It's like, let's look nice. So he's cranking this key and to the point where like it wasn't working. And I was like, I like put my hand on his shoulder and I was like, I think that you need to stop doing this. And I take the hand, the key out of his hand. I stick it in the lock and I turn it with literally as much force as you would do to brush a ladybug off your shoulder. <laughs> like the most gentlest, gentlest of turn and the entire key breaks off in the lock. <laughs> it just- it's just like completely in there, completely breaks off. And I'm just standing there holding this nub of a key. And I was just like, God, Damn. 
So it's like a special kind of horror, right? Especially if you're an American. <laughs> yeah, your heart and just sinks. Yeah, you're like, you're an American. You go, okay, great. The host is an hour away. You're in a remote hilltop village. There are no locksmiths online. Your iPhone is at 20%. <laughs> yeah. You don't have your passport. It's 1130 at it's night. It's 1130 at night. And the only person we know in this town is Nick's like eighth cousin, like four times removed. Like we say cousin. Yeah, right. This is a beautiful woman, middle-aged, who lives in this town, who doesn't speak a lick of English and won't... Uh, remotely try to communicate in anything other than very fast Italian. <laughs> and so he, and we haven't ever, I haven't even met her. Right. We hadn't, we, haven't seen we were her. going to get changed to go over to her house. Cause here's the thing. We're saying 1130 at night, which obviously businesses are shut down, but the town is alive. Yeah. And like in Sicily in the summer, like as you heard from our, the Palermo children screaming in the, in the alleyway, it, people stay up all night. So the the town is up, yeah. but there's no like chance of getting a professional locksmith. So then I call our Airbnb host uh, husband, Alfredo, who's supposed to speak English. He yells at me on the phone, and then he goes, well, she doesn't even get off work in, in, for another hour. Goodbye, goodbye, and he hangs up. Yeah. So then I text her, and I go, the key's broken. And she goes, well, are you stuck? Is it stuck? And I go, the key is broken in the lock. And she just writes back, oh, my God. <laughs> so I immediately start texting Marcella. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take care of this no matter what. And he, like, we hug each other goodbye, and he goes off into the night. I just start texting her. I'm like, this just happened. Do you know a locksmith? And she's like, come over, meet me at the house. And I'm like, okay, do you know a locksmith? <laughs> and then she just writes back, where are you staying? So I send her the, the stupid address, and she's like, okay. And I'm like, do you know a locksmith? And she's like, come over. She won't just say, like, I know a locksmith. Like, so I start walking <laughs> to her house, and she, I run into her in the street and she's like ning, ning, ning. she's like so happy to see me and i'm like i'm so happy to see you too but like we're screwed like this airbnb like we this key is broken she's like it's fine it's fine it's fine so we start walking back towards the house and we run into this guy seemingly by complete accident <laughs> they start what looks to me fighting right and then we just sit down on the street and then they're like talking to me and they want to know about how, how they're we're starting to catch up, you know, like, how's your mom and dad? <laughs> how's your brothers and sisters? Like, where have you been the last few days? All this shit. And like, I'm just like sweating buckets and like texting you and you're like, my phone's going to die. She's writing back. Oh my God. Like, and I'm like, okay, I think this is happening. Like, I can't tell you for sure, but I think she says she knows a locksmith. So we sit there for like 10 minutes. Of course, more people show up. We're all just talking. <laughs> and like every like couple minutes, I, I just like on Google Translate, write down like, sorry, Marcella, I don't mean to be nervous, but like, I just need to tell my wife, like, is everything going to be okay? And I show it to her. And she's like, ning, 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 va bene, va bene, aspetta, tranquilla, tranquilla. And I'm just like, oh my God, like what's happening? So, so we're like, I'm like back at the, <laughs> I'm back at the Airbnb and I'm just sitting there like, I like seriously like, you know, when things go so wrong that you like just resign yourself to your fate. So like I was starting to get like hella zen, like yeah, I was right. starting to die a little bit, just like, Things are getting colder, but I'm okay with it. And I'm sitting there, and then all of a sudden, Nick comes. <laughs> He's like completely sweated all the way through, like wild eyed, comes busting around the corner, followed by like a huge, like, passel of old, <laughs> like, Sicilian. Well, because what had happened it was like a was, gang. <laughs> it was a, what happened was we were sitting there, and 
he so this this guy that we ran into like starts yelling to someone on the phone so i figure maybe he's calling a locksmith and like being like just get out of bed like i thought maybe that was it then like 10 minutes later his son shows up with tools they start fighting and then he just hands the dad the tools and i'm like Oh, this is the locksmith. Right. Like so no one had told me that that was the locksmith. That's the first revelation. <laughs> so then with our American sensibilities, we're fried. Like everything is so horrible, whatever. So like they show up and we're like, oh my God, thank God. You are a locksmith, a real locksmith. This is great. And he's just like this old dude. And he just takes out a hammer and he starts banging on the steel <laughs> door at midnight as loud as he can. And I was sitting there like, going like, oh my fucking God, he's going to break the lock. I was just sitting there going like, in America, in the United States, if you broke the key off in the lock of your Airbnb, yeah. you better get a professional. Like, you can't get your cousin's friend <laughs> to come over and, like, jab at it and then bang it with a hammer without getting into a lot of trouble. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? But the police is, will show up. Yeah, but this is, like, Sicily. So like, It's like, what is going on here? Well, we locked our key. So you had this old man break the door with a hammer? I mean, that's literally what was happening. So they're all sitting there, and he's, like, banging. He's wailing on this thing, picking it, wailing it again. It's so loud. It's so insane. And then he has a bunch of old man friends. So they're all just sitting around. And then eventually the guy just gives up and he's like, looks at us and he shrugs his shoulders like, no can do. Sorry. Yeah. We're not going to be able to do this. Like whatever in his own language. And so we're just like, so Nick and I are just like heart sinks. I'm texting the lady. I'm like, we got a locksmith, but he doesn't think he can open it. Da, 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 da. And then they all sit around and they just start smoking cigarettes and talking. And now we're well, Marcella like, butted in for a while and then everyone got furious with her. Yeah. Then they like got into this big fight and then they all <laughs> sat around and smoked cigarettes. Uh, and so like now the yard of the Airbnb is just full of townsfolk <laughs> smoking cigarettes. So that's where we're at. And then one old guy's like, oh, well, and gets up and like walks away and he goes down this like stairway and he's gone. Right. And we're just sitting there. Nobody's telling us what's going on. So we're trying to catch up with Marcella. And then like I'm in my head, like game planning, yeah, right. texting with this lady, whatever. And then the door swings open. Because it turns out one of those old guys was also the custodian for the entire building <laughs> and had extra keys for us and knew where the, the door was to get inside the no apartment. No one told us. They could have been like, this is Vincenzo. He has the key. He has to go down and around the whole building. Because what? Because before I even went to Marcella's, I went down and tried to go around the building to see if there was another entrance or what was going on. I couldn't find anything, but there was an old couple sitting out there smoking cigarette cigarettes down below. And that was Vincenzo. Like he had seen me go around looking at this building and they just waved at me and I waved at them. So and they he were nice. knew who you were <laughs> this whole time. We were up there for half an hour. I'm texting her going like, well, whatever. And I'm like, she's calling her on the phone. We're trying to talk. She can't speak any English. It's like tragedy. And this fool knew the entire time. And then they all just sat there, five of them, <laughs> just screaming at in, in Italian at the exact same time, showing Nick how to open the door and close the door. <laughs> they go, turn the key this way, not this way, this way. Da -da -da -da. You have to pull the door in, all in Italian, five of them yelling at me. And then finally, so then we get in and everyone's laughing and we were like, thank you so much. You rescued us. And then that, that show of affection was like, 
very much the wrong move. Everybody was very <laughs> uncomfortable. It was super weird, but we just kept saying thank you. And then we tried to pay them and they were like, that was the wrong move. Yeah. Totally inappropriate. Nobody would take the money. And so we're sitting there and then I go, would you all like to come in for some wine? Cause we have this beautiful yeah. balcony and jugs of house wine. We're like, come in, like, let's have some wine. And Nick's cousin, Marcella, just goes, oh, wine, no, beer. <laughs> and uh, we were like, all right, fine. So you hate wine? Okay, fine, whatever. So we'll go, okay, well, let's go to your house and we'll have beer. She's like, come to my house. All in Italian. See, you, you, you go to Colombia con Nadia. You do it in Colombia con Nadia. Yeah, you do. And you, and you too. Go to Colombia with Nadia. Nick, se portiamo Lucia in Colombia, la perdiamo. <laughs> Understand? I think so. Hai capito, Nick, che cosa ho detto? Lucia non può andare in Colombia. Yeah, right. <laughs> Qualche trafficante se la pigliamo. <laughs> that was our first night. We went back to Marcella's house. She uh, talked to us in straight Italian for an hour and a half. Uh, no clue what was going on, but Nick, actually, you held your own so well. You were crazy good at like understanding what was going on. That yeah, that was a lot came back to me. It was really I don't know. It was actually just like so fun and cool to try. Devi venire un anno per Santonato. Ma poi perché non sei tornato più, Nick, in Italia? Perché non sei ritornato più in Italia? Why don't I come to Italy more? Perché dopo tanti anni? Uh. Uh, <laughs> no, I get it. Uh, he's soldy. Oh, he's Il viaggio per venire in Italia, Nick, è caro, vero? Nick, hai capito quello che ho detto io? I, dagli Stati Uniti per venire in Italia costa tanto, vero? Sì, sì. Oh. It was to wild it. Yeah. to watch you The do that. old people are impossible to understand. No, on every level. Yeah. I just couldn't understand them. Because their can't... hand motions don't make sense. Nothing. 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 God bless Lucia too. Marcella's mother walked up the, the whole hill. All the way to she was she was a part of the key she key fixing problem. She was killing it, and I swear to God, my memory of her 15 years ago is that she could die from old age at any moment. And this trip, she seemed 20 years younger than I remember her. So weird. I know she was ageless. Well, also when we had shown up to the the first when we first were walking around the village, there was a little outdoor service happening at the church. And who is there praying and reading hymns? But Lucia. So that's what keeps her young. She God. Faith. Yeah. Faith. Yeah. The Catholic Church. The uh, you know Church of San Onofrio. So we finish our night with beers with Lucia and Marcella. Like in the house, we come back. We go out on our beautiful balcony and we're sitting there and we're eating more well nick was like done but i was not so i had more prosciutto <laughs> i had stressed bread we drank a bunch of wine and we're sitting there underneath this giant canopy and the wind is like whipping down the canyon and i was sitting there going like do you think we should lower i this is the thing ladies and gentlemen sometimes you know we think 
I ask questions when I know answers all the time. Mm -hmm. It's just a thing. So we're sitting there and I go, do you think we should lower the canopy? And Nick said, rightfully, but turns out wrongfully, <laughs> that, you know, no, he's the Airbnb guy did not, the host did not say to touch the, 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 the thing, the canopy, don't touch it. And I'm, I was like, okay, you're right. And he's like, yeah, just leave it up. That's what they said. It was up when we got here. We're fine. And we're sitting on the balcony and uh, I'm just hearing this like creaking and like snapping and like whipping around. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, well you know what? You're right. It's not our problem. Uh, and then we went to bed with our tired, sleepy little eyes and then woke up the next morning to an alert from our bank about credit card fraud and the entire canopy for the balcony ripping out of the wall. <laughs> so we cleaned up best we could as fast as we could scrubbed all of our fingerprints off of that washed everything <laughs> separated the garbage <laughs> and the recycling just like he told me turned off the water heater and ran away. We had some sightseeing to do. Uh, but and we had a 1230 lunch date with Marcella and Lucia and her brother and his wife. Uh, but we had to see some things. First up, the cemetery. cemetery in Castlevecchio, just paying some respect to some ancestors, and uh, the crickets are just alive <laughs> in the hillsides of Sicily. <laughs> it sounds like, um, you know, trying to drive a stick shift in the hills of Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we, uh, we're going to go check out a church. We looked up on the hillside, and there's a wildfire coming out of the side of the mountain. And everybody driving past this looks like they don't care. I don't know if they can't see it or smell it. I don't think they can see it. Yeah, we just saw it. I wonder if we should call the police. Or we go tell Marcella. She knows what's going on. Marcella knows everything. She's going to know a firefighter and, like, eight guys. Yeah, we heard this popping and cracking, and I was like, what is that? And we looked up, and I was like, is that a fire? It must be, like... A controlled burning that's under control. Oh yeah, we're not gonna drive through it. Yeah, I think we're gonna be safe. We gotta go tell Marcello though, because we're in the just... bottom of a canyon and we look up and the whole side of the fi uh, mountains on fire. Yeah, there's no other way out except back through the canyon and up the mountain. And now we're just winding up some steep ass one way mountainside road. Okay, but I think it's gonna spit us out on the other side of the flames. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, we just had one trauma. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I literally was like, I'm not going to worry about this. We're fine. We didn't break the canopy. Blah, da, 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 da. Like, I'm just like thinking about it. Look up. It's like, oh, no, there's a fire. And then I was like, is that a castle vacuum? Where I was just like, I'm sure we let our Airbnb on fire. It's all downhill from here, baby. All right. We got to tell Marcella. All right. Okay. It's uh, a fire. What do you think? Um, I think my ancestors are like, Nick, why have did you leave us for so long? Yeah. Also, that's all Marcella was asking us last night. Yeah, no, that's like, all they care about. Why is why has it been so long? A 
Okay, so it was a controlled burn at the cemetery where we just were. So <laughs> False alarm. We, we drove very fast back to the town. I typed out on Google Translate, so we had a message ready. It, it was the earth is being scorched. We're all going to die. Uh, we were running around trying. We were like, okay, well, no one's going to understand us except for Marcella because she's like, <laughs> she's like the, she is really on top of things. She knows everybody. But then we're like driving through the town square knowing that the whole town is going to burn down. And then Nick's like, there's the father. Let's stop and talk to them. So there's a priest standing there. So we almost ran into a crowd of people at the church with um, Google Translate message saying there's a fire in the hills. Well, and then also the other good part of that is once you get to the town, you can just look up and clearly see the huge thing of smoke. So we're just like, as soon as we parked, I was like, well, I'm pretty sure they're gonna, everyone's going to see the smoke. And then immediately everyone was like, no, 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 the cemetery's on fire. Well, it's we, a controlled burn. I ran up to this guy, like the first guy we saw, and I was pointing to the sky, and I was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I showed him the message. And he was, like, waving his hands, like, go away. <laughs> like, I don't know, go away, go away. But he was ended up being pretty nice. Yeah. So we were not burned alive in a fire, and our Airbnb host was not trying to come after us for ruining their canopy. Or she didn't understand what I was saying and didn't understand how to contact me. Either way, we were <laughs> alive and well, but we had a couple hours to kill before we were heading over to lunch. So we went to Savoca, which is this, uh, a little town down the hill um, that is nowhere can not even come close to touching the majestic beauty and internal savagery Literally, of Casavecchia. I would be laughing about how all these towns are the same and they could be like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's so funny. It's just the weirdest thing. And then we're driving <laughs> to Savoca and I'd be like, like, isn't that hilarious? These just are all the same. He's like, well, I mean, Savoca is very different. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think I was literally like, I mean, it can't even touch Castlevania. I know. <laughs> I was like, you will. So Savoca is uh, it's famous. It's the home of the Godfather. Uh, sort of. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very. Uh, the, I, the scene uh, where Michael Corleone and his Sicilian bodyguards have coffee uh, after having just ran into Apollonia, and then they... Uh, offend the dad and then he freaks out and then goes back and I think beats Apollonia. I know that was the weirdest thing for all you. This is just going to be a little bit of a deep cut, but for anybody who's a fan of the Godfather, that scene is literally, they go see Apollonia, they go back and, and then the dad, they go to have coffee at the dad's cafe and the dad says, have you seen any beautiful women? And he's like, yeah, we saw one woman. She was wearing this and she was more Greek than Italian, like describing his daughter. Yeah. Right. And then he goes, Do you know, any woman who looks like that? And then the dad stands up and he goes, no, no. And then he goes inside and he starts beating Apollonia. <laughs> and then they all look at each other like hella shocked. And then they go, call him out, call him out. And then he goes, I would rather, he's like, I, he calls the dad out and he says, I'm Michael Corleone. There are people who pay a lot of money to hear that, but I would rather, uh, that, uh, you, uh, because he goes, but if you did that, your, uh, your daughter would lose a, lose father, a father instead of gaining a husband. Right. And Nick this whole time didn't know that he beat up Apollonia. I don't know that he does. I think he goes back there and freaks out, but I don't think he's beating her. Are you out of your mind? No. What kind of story plot point would it be for him to just go in the back and like and smack something that wasn't Apollonia? I don't know. 
I'm saying that I was like, how did you not understand that? You know, Muriel, I don't need to explain myself to you. I know. There's lots of things that the Godfather <laughs> I still don't understand. I'm like, wait, Fredo killed that guy? And you're like, Muriel, oh my God. <laughs> so anyways, that cafe is like actually incredibly good. The beautiful pastries. They really did it well. And apparently the lady who used to own it, Maria, who owned it when it was when that film was shot there, was friends with my grandfather's mother. Which is a whole other drama. Which is a whole other drama. We'll uh, have to do. I'll have to write a book about that. I know. I'm I'll so have excited. to figure out that that all that stuff. It's just Anyways, like the more you know, the less you know. Right. But we did get into a solid fight at the cafe. Yes. Uh, we were fighting and fighting. Do you remember what we were fighting about? <sighs> no. I, do I don't you? either. It was really solid though. I think I was mad. You. I think you asked me if you looked like another woman, and I said yes, and that was. The wrong answer? Oh, yeah. Then I said, I ask, ask, play stupid games, get stupid prizes. But then I also <laughs> said, you're a fucking asshole. This is the way you said it. <laughs> so we were fighting. We at were the, fighting pretty yeah, hard. Yeah. And then, but we did have some delicious pastries. And then I was like, Muriel, I need you to calm down so that you, uh, you know, because I would hate for you to lose a husband, uh, lose your life instead of gain a husband i don't remember i threatened Gain a uh, terrible husband yeah uh yeah so we so you know we we're did that. sitting literally in the spot where that scene is filmed, yeah, just fighting just fighting <laughs> uh so you know whatever so then we have to go and we were like okay this is actually maybe not that interesting but i just thought it was so funny it's like we wanted to impress marcella and bring something really good for well, we wanted lunch. to be nice we wanted, we wanted to, bring... to one loving and like not yeah. impressed but like you know generous and yeah like, we wanted to like take care of them and like thank them for having us in their home so we went to buy all of these expensive ass pastries we filled up a box of like really expensive pastries and then we wanted to buy beer because she doesn't like wine yeah so nobody sells beer anywhere in any of these small towns we couldn't find it anywhere so we went and bought like a la carte beers for three euro a piece <laughs> yeah. from this stupid guys we bought four of them so we spent probably 17 dollars on four moretti's <laughs> just like so dumb wrapped it all up and brought it to lunch and they were just like why did you bring well <laughs> what happened was i was like look muriel that was the best i was like you know i think we should do this and we should bring these as a, as gifts but you need to know that there's a very good chance that this <laughs> isn't going to go over well that it's going to be really weird that we bought them and they're probably going to hate them because they're from Savoca and not Castlevecchio. And when I told my dad that story, he said that they did the exact same thing. They went over to Salvatore's for lunch and brought, bought a bunch of pastries and brought them over. And they just like looked at them, turned their nose up, put them on top of the fridge and then just like did not bring them down. Well, our situation was like at the end, of, they made a three course meal for us. And it was, it was like, like Marcella, her brother, Franco, his wife, who was glorious and spoke some English, she was their so mother. Great. They just like had us. It was so fun. Everyone is just like yelling Italian at me the whole time. And everyone just wants to know why I don't speak Italian and why I don't visit more. What's going on? They're just, I mean, it was literally like the whole, like, Nick, Nick, because he didn't speak <laughs> Italian. It was so funny watching this thing. Like you were such a champ. And then at the end, of, we had this huge, like we were so hot and it was like so much food. And every time you say you like something, then they give you like half as much more right so like i i said i love the eggplant and then i got like four cups of eggplant yeah. i was just like fuck me it was so yeah, right much food and by the end I, we were just like completely stuffed 
and then we bring out the pastries and they were just like ah what is this why would why are we why? like literally like they're looking around the box just to be like what is this why would you buy this and then they're like looking at it and it got hard in the fridge because it was too cold and then they thought we were idiots for putting it in the fridge we we're just like oh my god and then poor uh marcella's mom lucia, lucia she was like you know this 90 year old lady she never drinks any alcohol and so we, everyone's laughing and i couldn't figure out why and it's because one of the cakes we brought was soaked in rum <laughs> yeah. and she was like gagging trying to eat it to be polite and like marcella was just like mama no 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 why are you eating this stop eating it this she's garbage like, from savoka that your american garbage relatives shoved down our throats it was like so they were so mad we we brought well, the like, cannoli was with ricotta instead of crema and marcella would just like wouldn't even touch it she, she just was, goes ugh. And then, then we bought a biscotti too, and she was like, "I have no idea why you would even put this in the box." <laughs> it was such a disaster, uh, and also just like so sweet, and they were so wonderful. They were to so us. great. So wonderful. We loved it. Voglio bene. Io ma fare una fotografia con Nick. Oh sì, me la faccio una foto. Me la fai la foto. I have to take a picture. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me take a picture. Let me take a picture. Yes. Yes, Facebook. Gorgeous. It's very cute. Hey, y'all. No, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. This year, look at no, solo el viso, solo el viso, solo el viso. Okay, just I know, I know, solo el viso. There we go. Ready? Look how cute you are. Oh, Bella. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Look. Oh, me, 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 publiqui questa foto su Facebook. Okay. 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 Get Wi-Fi. When we get Wi-Fi, I'll put it on Facebook. Oppure me la mandi a me e la taggo io. Sì, sì. Di il mio numero, il mio numero è 339, scrivi. Okay, sì. okay, okay. Sì, sì, sì. I will. Tu quella foto la pubblichi, Nick? Sì, I will do this. Su so, Facebook. For, in Facebook. E mi tagghi? Sì, in tag. Oggi. I love you, Casavecchio. Goodbye, but not for long. I'll be back. Yeah, you better be back. You're the prodigal son, baby. <laughs> Everybody knows who you are. Calling, just causing controversy left and right. Yeah, I know. And now I have my sassy American wife with me. Nobody and... understands me whatsoever. <laughs> we'll They're be like, back. What's your angle? And I say, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Castlevacchio is actually the best place on earth. So I love you. So, okay. So then we had to leave because we actually um, made a, what turned out to be a really good planning trip yeah, so this was very controversial i <laughs> i okay when you're traveling a lot of the time like when you're really ambitious traveler and let's say like you haven't traveled like us for like most of our adult life and then you start traveling a lot kind of in your 30s just because you're like well i'm ripping off the band-aid yeah i'm gonna be in debt anyway i'm just doing it gotta see the world i don't have more money but i do have more wanting to travel yeah. so, <laughs> so like we've done like kind of I have planned trips 
that you want to see everything. Yeah. Which means like you're puddle jumping. So like that, it's just like every day you're staying in a new Airbnb. And after doing that for like a week or so, it's like sometimes you realize, oh man, this is like, I'm not seeing anything and yeah. I'm really tired and the logistics <laughs> yeah. of this are ridiculous. And so I've been really trying to like spend at least two days in each location yeah. and like edit down. But <laughs> after spending four days in Ustica and you know, like we kind of were a little slow, we got done and I just decided I would book one night in every little town until we got to the airport. Well, because I knew I wanted to have dinner in Fortadagro, which is this another, it's a town a lot like Casavecchio in that it's like ancient and hilly and magical. They also shot a scene of the Godfather there where when Michael marries Apollonia at that church and like, it, I have all these incredible memories from there. So I was like, well, one night we have to be in Fortadagro for the sunset. And then it's like, yeah, okay, that's great. But then what are we going to do? Like, enjoy you some wine. You cannot drive at night back to And then drive down the windy-ass road. Yeah. Just ride, go back up the other windy-ass road to get... So that was like, no... And we knew we wanted to have dinner in Terramina. So we're like, we'll do one night in Casavecchio and then enjoy that and then drive to Fortadagro and then stay put there for a full night and then leave and drive to Terramina. Because they're really close. They're all like 30, 20 minute drives from each other. Well, I had a crisis the day we checked into Castlevecchio and saw our Airbnb was the best Airbnb we had stayed in the entire trip. Yeah. And I tried to get us extra nights. Couldn't do it just lamented my life. This is Muriel traveling and making plans. Yeah. I was like, I just made, are you mad at me? Nick's <laughs> like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> I'm like, are you mad at me? What am I going to do? I made the wrong choice. Nick. But it ended up being fine. It was actually the best choice ever because every town was amazing. Every town was amazing. And Forza Diagra, say it. Forza Diagro. Forza Diagro. Something like that. Diagro. Forza Diagro. There's an apostrophe after the D. It was so beautiful. So like Castlevecchio is like a lived in town where yeah. like there's not really a lot of there's no tourists. Right. And it's just people who live there. Yeah. And whatever. Fort Diago is like there's way more of a tourist town. Yes. But man, is that place gorgeous. And it's still like has tons of like dilapidated forgotten buildings. It's like two thirds dilapidated and, and one third churches. Yeah. And then some scattering of like restaurants and cause it's closer to Terramina, which is a big tourist hub. So I think they really like, pro you know, people just go there more. Yeah. And well, true to form, we were definitely like, we're hella tired. Let's wake up early and see the city. Let's go home and go to bed. Yeah. And we literally spent the whole night drinking and wandering around. The town. It was the most romantic <laughs> night ever. It, it was, was so, so romantic. And also just like <laughs> Castlevecchio was such an intense experience. Yeah. And we had just came from this film festival thing where we were around all these people. And like, I mean, we found ways to be, have like our private beach time and stuff in Ustica, but it was still like, we finally had a night alone. Well, right, because when we first landed, we did do some very solid fighting for a few days. Then we I resolved wouldn't call it. it that. It was there was some good smattering of fights. <laughs> it was just adjusting. At one point, I did say something completely unironically, something along the lines of, "It just takes me a few days to adjust to a new place," because <laughs> I was just bitching and moaning and attacking. No, and then, I mean, I was just having a thing. It was cool, but also I was, you know, it was. It was tense. It was a. Uh, it wasn't. I don't. I don't agree with that. There was a little that. murdering happening. <laughs> there was not murdering happening. You were being so cool and fun. But then we did it, and then we kind of like 
were very cool at one point. And then we got to Ustica and then we were just around people the whole time. So yeah. we hadn't been cool with each other with alone time <laughs> for the first half of the trip. That's not true. And then we landed and got in the car. Well, the first, well, I know we already talked about the car, but the first thing, I'm not proud of this, but it's not about anything other than like, if you're, um, I just like mimicking sounds. And the whole time I was trying to be so polite and I'm not mocking anybody, but man, I just wanted to like, just say a bunch of Italian gibberish <laughs> yeah. without anyone hearing me and without being rude. Just alone with your Italian husband in wanted, a car. We, as soon as we hit the car, we shut the door and I was just like, giallo, giallo, <laughs> and it was like, what's wrong with you? And I was just like, I have to do this. You had all that pent up racism. It was not racism. No, I just, just that American hatred. It's not at all. It was so much love. It's just a matter of like, it's like kind of, if you're around your family, like with my family, they're so awesome and you can we make fun of each other so you can like clown on each other as if you were with the funniest people in the world but you couldn't clown on them (laughs) (laughs) you had to be polite and respectful so we got you know but anyways we had had these moments we hadn't had a moment like alone because then we did all that drove to Castlevania and then just had the most insane Sicilian experience yeah. for like 40, you know, 26 hours. So Forza <sighs> de Agra was finally like just us. Yeah. And we alone. just got to wander and, and it was windy. Yeah. It was like windy and nuts. Cause it's actually higher up too yeah. than, than uh, Castlevania. And we went uh, into a dark, we, I don't even think we said this. We went to the Apollonia church. We went in, like to the church and the Godfather. Yeah, we went in a dark ass abandoned church because it's a church. So their version of Christianity or Catholicism, their religion is like all the doors to the churches are open. Yeah, which I thought was awesome because yeah. out here we lock them down. Yeah, not out there. They're always open. They're always open. And so you we, could go in there and sleep in there. We wandered around and it was windy and dark and crazy. It and was like, scary. It was really that scary. part was going into the church. What? Because at one point it was like. I, a, well, I, I stayed because it was so windy that I was worried this big door would just slam shut and then we'd be trapped in there. So I stayed to keep the door open at the precipice and you went into the church and then it's a big church and it just got like pitch black and you disappeared into the darkness like as you uh, approached the altar. Oh, with all and, these Jesus hanging everywhere. It was and crazy. I, uh, I was it was one of the creepiest things. I was like, she's going to get snatched up. This is it. Yeah. The ghost of Apple. You definitely were like, we have to leave. Yeah, it was it scared me. Yeah. But, but you let, could sleep in there. But that's what we were doing all night long. It's like wandering around and like just being like just walking into churches and climbing up balconies. Just did that all night. It was like so fun. It was so, so, so fun. Yeah. It was like we just needed to get our willies out. Yeah. And then we did. It was amazing. And then we get back to the Airbnb. And as we mentioned before, it's windy as hell. The other thing that happened is that the lady who rented us the Airbnb was the most charming, tiny Italian woman. She had purple hair. She was she so was like cool, funky. funky. <laughs> she spoke a little Spanish, which helped me understand, like, because she only spoke Spanish and Italian. So then we could kind of figure out, like, yeah, what was going on. And well, then- what was weird was she did kind of speak English, but then when we got into the house. She stopped speaking English entirely. She was speaking mostly Spanish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because uh, she thought I, I can understand it in a panic. Yeah. So I could. <laughs> but this chick lied to us. She tricked <laughs> us so bad. She acted like her. She acted like everything was fine. 
it's like no water came out of the shower. The bed was so uncomfortable. <laughs> well, it was a beautiful house. Well, it like in, it was so cool. It was in like an old castle spire. It was yeah. an all spiral staircase yeah. all the way up. And it was yeah. like levels in this like spire, uh, which is awesome. And the view was beautiful. But no water. And and, uh, and no AC. And I was like, is there a fan? And she said, oh, you don't need a fan. Just open the windows and it really cools off in the evening. She said all this in Spanish while gesticulating wildly and showing us where the big heavy rocks are that she keeps to prop open the windows. <laughs> yeah, the boulders. So she was like, okay, put the rocks over here. Put the rock over there. You got it? Good, good. And then she takes us upstairs and she's like, if you leave this open, it's going to smash open. Window will break on the television. We're just like, oh my God. So I opened all the windows in the house. Yeah. Oh, and then she goes, okay, but I'll tell you something. There's like, she's saying this all in Spanish, but she's like, the bugs are really thick. The bugs come in the windows. It's horrible. They come and bite you. They bite you. They bite you. And I'm sitting there going, you are gotta be kidding me. Yeah, Cause right. she just opened all the windows yeah. and there's no screens. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and she goes, but I have this magic thing. And it's like, a, a, like it was basically like a bug repellent that you stick into the wall it's like as big as a like an air freshener it's like don't tell me that that little thing is going to keep away the All mass the amount of angry sicilian mosquitoes you just described for my delectable plump american body <laughs> i was like are you out of your mind but I was like, okay, I'm trusting this strange woman and then who lied to me already. <laughs> and then she left. And Nick and I tried to go to bed that night. We explored the whole town. It was so magical. We had this crazy dinner. We ate a big plate of raw shrimp. That <laughs> was a little dubious. And they just explored. And we came home and went to bed and woke up in the middle of the night. This is We're going on like our 10th night, no sleep. Yeah, And it's like... 105 degrees it's so hot we're like sweating and she said everything's fine but the wind is whipping around so hard all the shutters are just going like cock, 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 like banging open and right. rattling. so we had to readjust all the rocks and then, and I, then we went up to the attic because we couldn't sleep in the where no, the bed it was, was so hot it was way too hot so we go up to the attic and for whatever reason that floor up the wind is pummeling through these windows so hard that it was it wasn't it was it was cool i can't it's probably like 75 it was but it felt like okay there's a powerful breeze on you but it wasn't consistent so just imagine <laughs> like if you're who's the girl oh, like rumple stiltskin like at the top of this spire and there's just this window and god is just like <laughs> Nick, just run heaving. What's the one Rumpelstiltskin? What, who's the one that Rapunzel lets on their hair? Is the, Rapunzel. Rumpelstiltskin is the tiny man who will steal your children. Oh, well. He says, he goes, give me your firstborn child and I'll give you a golden Oh, yeah. Well, school. that probably applies too somehow. Anyways, you're just up in the top of this castle and the wind, it was just like the most unsettling. Because if the wind had just been consistent. Like a breeze? No, it could even be that powerful. I could even be in a windstorm and have slept. Like, to me, that would have been relieving compared to the heat if it was consistent. But it would just be like, boom, 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 boom. Like, it was, the, it was just horrible. It was just like, oh, my God. So we, we didn't, didn't sleep. sleep. Like, we just <laughs> we stayed up there. Sleep. I'm like, we're sleeping in these like little children's beds in this weird attic and everything was rattling. And then we were, it was, 
we woke up and we were just like so loopy. But oh, the other thing, we did leave her a little gift, which was <laughs> in Castle Vecchio, we had bought this pecorino cheese, which, which was, was funky. It was as funky hell. as hell. It, like when you say like, I'm sorry. In the United States, I feel like you buy pecorino cheese like from Ralph's or like Safeway or wherever you live. And it's like, you know, it has a little flavor to it. Yeah. But it's basically like Parmesan. Whatever the hell, like the pecorino, I think what he's saying is like pecorino is just sheep's milk cheeses. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same as what we would call pecorino. Yeah. But it was so funky. So we bought it and we didn't finish it. So we put it, we brought it with us, which... Uh, which meant that it sat in a tote bag in the hot-ass car for most of the day. So we get to the Airbnb, and I pull it out of the tote bag, and all the oil had seeped out of this cheese, like sweated out of it, and spilled all over our tote bag and all over her floor, and I could not get the cheese funk out of her house. It smelled so bad, like ass it's, like not just cheese it like, was so it drastic like horrible human bodies and we ended up having to throw that bag we away throw the bag away it after was washing thing. it like eight times i haven't even read the reviews that we've gotten from the airbnb people oh, about God. our stays because we've left awake <laughs> at this point like of just pure destruction yeah. and so we did leave her house smelling like absolute shit which I'm sorry, lady. But she deserved it because she said we didn't need a fan, and we <laughs> yeah. absolutely did. And this, this chick did not have any water pressure. So we got into our car, and we were just, like, super loopy, and we drove down the hill to Terra, to just drive back up the hill to get to Terra. Sicily, baby. Currently in the beautiful seaside town of Terramina. Yes, that's right. I keep trying to Google Maps us to places in Palermo because <laughs> at this point in the trip, I don't know where we are, man. Oh my God, this is the happiest place on earth. Uh, yeah. So, so okay. Yes, we have spent met many, many nights chasing down the sunset. Today we are so tired that we are going to sit on the balcony of this Airbnb and look at the construction site <laughs> in the pink light of a Sicilian sunset. Mm, drinking delicious uh, blood of the volcano, a.k.a. Vino Rosso. This is a red wine from Mount, the soils of Mount Etna. 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 And uh, it's, the best, it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. So we're here. We're, we're here. We're loving it. I don't know. This trip has been through the roof crazy. Yeah, this has been, so we keep being like, we're going to relax, we're going to have, we're going to get sleep, we're going to enjoy ourselves and be calm and not be sweaty. So far. All sweat, all adventure. Yeah. Uh, It's been, it's been run and gun. Well, basically, like, we started out with a pretty ambitious itinerary with the idea that once we got to the film festival, we would relax and uh, enjoy ourselves on like a sleepy beach town, which ended up being literally just 
waking up in the morning early enough to go to the beach and then staying out until like three in the morning at crazy discotecas. <laughs> Yeah. That we were like, it was a, the pull of irony was too strong yes. to let it go. And then we were like, okay, well, that was insane. But now we have a relaxed <laughs> itinerary moving forward. It just keeps getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> We've experienced Sicily. We came to Sicily, and then Sicily was like, mm, we're going to give it to you. Here yeah, it goes. Yeah, Nick got, what, what are all the things you got? He fell on some rocks, pulled out his neck, got stung by a jellyfish twice. You had another thing, too. Um, I don't know. Just constantly dealing with just sweating like a maniac, being sunburned a bit. Was there something else? Oh, I burned my balls on the bidet, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is, it's, that healed right away. We're okay. I know. We kicked off the whole, the whole trip, though, with just, like, literally, like, this, I mean, that was honestly like pretty disturbing. Like when we say like burn your balls, it's literally like, like a burn with like like dark skin. You know, like a terrible, I scalded like second degree burn on your back of your balls. I it can't. was it was so drastic. I just do want to tell the men out there that if it happens to you, you'll get through it. It's okay. I no blisters showed up. If blisters happen, then I think you have to amputate. But. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just did a quick dip, you know. <laughs> you hollered so loud; it was like a blood curdling scream. Like when you hear that, I was like laughing, and then I was like, "Wait, that's really something's wrong." <laughs> uh, and then I don't know. <laughs> that was the worst thing. We're gonna have to <laughs> when we go back. We're gonna have to actually have this podcast make sense when we're back home and can listen to all the stuff we've recorded. And kind of put it together in a way that makes sense and fill in the gaps. But that's Sicily, man. That is Sicily. We're out here. We don't know what's going on. It's all crazy. And, you know, you just fill in the gaps later. Yeah. I uh, I do love this stupid island. I don't know. It's weird. It's It's like I feel like less affinity with the people now than I did when I visited when I was 20 years old but I think that's because when I was 20 that was all like romantic <laughs> like bright eyed and bushy tailed like these are my people and this time I'm like man you guys are way different than me but I like you you're cool I will say this I wasn't sure what to expect Sicily is actually so incredibly beautiful like I think it's more I, I never hear anybody talking about vacationing yeah. to Sicily or going to Sicily we kind of had that experience when we went to Poland and it was this like insane I was like Poland's amazing and everybody kept being like what are you talking about yeah they're like you mean Paris yeah no, <laughs> like, Poland, Poland. <laughs> but, Prague Poland <laughs> uh, but Sicily was like I don't think I I wasn't prepared on any level for how beautiful and how dynamic and how crazy it was. And like you're right, Nick. You do not really seem like you have anything in common with the average Italian except for when we go to your insane village <laughs> where my grandparents are from. You are like that village. I can't Okay, I think maybe think like Sicilian Twin Peaks. <laughs> But without any, like, politeness. <laughs> that was the most, I mean, we had the most incredible time. And there was so much, like, crazy love in that, that place for you. Like, yeah. everybody, literally, we just went, Nick, Nick, why have you been gone so long? Except for nobody speaks any English. And they just shout at you in Italian. And 
till they force you to understand it. Yeah, basically, there's no, they don't, they're like, we don't talk quieter if you don't understand. And we don't talk slower. Slower. And we don't talk with any sort of like simpler words or construction. (laughs) We don't use metaphor. It's like, they're like, I mean, but that like rocky, tiny, insane little town where everyone is hella strange. I like now I understand. It is is weird how much I am like those people exactly. It's really, 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 really weird. (laughs) Like I, I don't really, you know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about genetics or like whether or not personality comes with genetics. I, I kind of don't. I don't really know about that. I mean, I'm assuming it doesn't. But you are like, I can't. You look like them. Yeah. But more importantly, you act like them. <laughs> you know what? I think we should wrap up the rest of this podcast. Yeah, because the sun is down. The sun is down. It's so beautiful. We're out here in Terramina. I'm also pretty sure we're being loud enough against all these buildings. Like, I just got hella self-conscious. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I think we're good. We're almost done with this bottle of wine. It's our last night in Sicily. And, uh, Mira, you've been the most romantic, fun Sicilian adventure wife of all time i'm really glad because i was kind of feeling like you know when you go back to like things that are like oh this is like the seminal part of my youth yeah you know it's like hard to say like when you could to compete with fantasy right you know it's like i was like it's not gonna be the same and also traveling with another person means you have to make concessions and it's like also, I want to have my own authentic experience. So, like, right. I want to be like, this is what I want to do while honoring what you want to do. So, like, it's a little bit like, I was like, I hope it doesn't feel like, honestly, I was worried it would feel kind of like a little burdensome and like adultish in this way that's like, ugh, like, right, where like, are we staying and yeah. what time do we need to go to bed and yeah. where do we eat? What's like, our checkout? Yeah, like, yeah. those are, like, those nego- those adult negotiations. Because yeah, right. the last time we were here, there wasn't any real infrastructure. Right. And, like, there weren't Airbnbs. And right. you were, like, staying with family and, like, walking places and the buses didn't run. And now it's, like, more built up. And we're just having these, like, those, like, kind of conversations that are, like, well, we should have left here, but, you know, like, that yeah, kind of right. stuff. And I wanted to, you know, like... I was like a little just feeling like I didn't want to it's hard to compete well it's always going to be hard to compete with like the fantasy of yesteryear yeah, or something yeah. you know, like nostalgia is like you know you're never going to win against nostalgia but this trip has been way more meaningful and impactful than any fantasy of what it was like when I was little you know what I mean this has just been well I hope it's like maybe just like a positive chapter in the book, you know what it I mean? It is an insanely positive chapter. Not in the like book. a not like a check in where you're like, oh my god, what have I become? I was a little worried about that. Like, no, not at all. Okay, go wait, ahead. how are you worried about that? Oh, just like growing up. Oh well, you know what I mean. There were definitely parts in this trip where I was like, oh shit, I'm definitely 35 and not 20 anymore. <laughs> there was definitely a few times because it's because like you live every like when you're just living your life, it's like day to day, and you know, like the change is like gradual, you just don't notice it. But then when you like re-enter a world, you know, where it's like I was here 20 years ago, and then I just like open my eyes and I'm back here, and it's like way different. And it, to be honest, I have felt old a little bit from time to time we also ran away from a forest fire you know what i mean like this was like one of the best most fun adventures we've ever had 
Yeah. And it's and it was a completely unique, special thing. Like in Forza d'Agro, it was, you know, it's just this magical, incredible village, and there's this um, cemetery at the very top of the mountain. And it just is like from an uh, f- like a the craziest, most fantasy based thing you could ever imagine and I remember being there when uh, 15 years ago and the sunset and it was just like the most beautiful romantic thing and I wanted we stayed in Fort Sadagro specifically and rented a house specifically so we could go to the cemetery for this for this sun to set but now that cemetery is closed right so we did all the things we went we got the Airbnb we got there in time we scouted where it was we like made the plans I was like we're gonna you know we did everything we can to like relive this fantasy moment and we walk all the way up there and the it's totally blocked off now and which is probably a good move because when we were up there 20 years ago I was there with like a group of students and people were kicking it up there (laughs) like I was like this should not be legal it was so fun and crazy but and so it makes sense that it would be blocked off but in this way it's like okay well there's like some heartbreak because you can't relive that moment but then what we did we do we like to explored all through those crazy windy ruins and we found really, all these other new secret places that is super specific to us now and our life now and it was like our moment instead of like trying to relive you know some other fant you know thing that is at this point it's a beautiful memory and it's real and it happened but you know a lot of how i feel about it is you know, enters into the fantasy realm. <laughs> yeah, they, we've been in an ongoing argument about whether or not we're going to renew our vows in the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> That's how like romantic Nick has been about this trip. He keeps being like, "No, when I was back in when I was twenty and I went to the cemetery, I saw all these beautiful women. I fell in love with every woman, and it would mean so much to me. We renewed our vows in the cemetery, and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> I am not doing whatever you're whatever you're even talking about. I don't even think." you know what that means. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And then he kept dropping it. I think every, like, two weeks, he'd be like, yeah, when we, when we renew our vows. Because <laughs> it's our five-year wedding anniversary. Like, but then what happened was we were on the bench, and we saw in Forza Dagro last night the most incredible shooting star I've ever seen. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I thought it was a firework close by. It came really close. It was bright orange. We saw it, it kind of, like, right when it, like, slowed down and, like, fizzled out. It was... So that that like that blew me away. I've never seen anything like that, you know. And uh, then we renewed our vows. What did you say? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> just some sweet nothings, you know. We just whispered sweet nothings. It was not epic. It was just perfect. But I don't remember that shit. So <laughs> I'm a free man, baby, free agent. <laughs> Gonna go play in the field in Terramina. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a spot. Okay, we're going to stop talking now. But there is a spot right around the corner that must be the m- most famous Granita spot in the world because it's the only place we've been seen in all of Sicily where there's c- a constant line out the door. Granita's sort of like a really classy slushy, basically. Yeah. People know what a Granita is, right? Do they? I don't know. I didn't before I went to Sicilia. Uh. <laughs> so I kind of want to go see if that line has died down and maybe go get a granita. I want to get some mussels. I want to eat some more for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you don't like mussels because you think they're too funky, they are really, really clean out here, baby. Yeah. They are mild and delicious. And if uh, you don't like uh, pecorino cheese because it's too funky, <laughs> then you are a normal person with good intentions. But if Seriously, you- we have like actual pecorino cheese blood (laughs) all over like one of our tote bags and the inside of like all this stuff 
and then randomly just like different pieces of clothing. <laughs> so we left our air- oh my god, we have so many things. Fourth of Diagro, we'll. Well, we, we, we're we done podcasting. We'll talk about it when we end the trip. Well, we're not even ending because now we're going to, tomorrow morning, we're going to wake up, get out of here. We're going to go have lunch in Catania and then take a plane to fucking Copenhagen where we're going to. Not gonna, Copenhagen, fool. Copenhagen. Catania no. to Copenhagen. No. Oh, no, no. What's it called? Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to Amsterdam. What did you want? I'm really confident about that. <laughs> We're going to go spend uh, 24 hours in Amsterdam. We're spending 16 hours in Amsterdam. 24 hours in Copenhagen, baby. Here we come. No sleep till Copenhagen. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. The marathon episode is over. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) That was quite... The Endeavor, we love you so much. It was so fun to recount that for you. And also at times I was like, you know, there's a lot of details, man. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting, we've lost all counts. We uh, Look, we built this podcast up from nothing. No celebrity cachet. No one cool except for you, our incredible listeners who found us somehow. We have no idea. Because how. you're a Hellango 30. That's yeah. how you found us. You're looking for us. We're looking for you. We're building it together. That if is right. you build it, they will come. And remember, Hell in Your 30s is a mind frame, not an age range. Exactly. So with that in mind, we have a bunch of people on social media to thank. This Get them is, up, Nikki. Okay, here we go. Okay, on Instagram, we got to shout out Rick Esteen, Vision of Mukai, a.k.a. Michelle, love you, girl, Nina Legend, Hubby.OG, Jur, Waffle Pants, Mrs. <laughs> Man, R.N. Cena, Sean H. Fleming, L. Connie Love, A. Marie Brousseau, Sarah Chrisinger, Zanga Zanga, vegan mortician and on twitter we got a shout out lady arnold 1212 a big cheesy mez julia quartz dot t w t the kraken earth to macy julia elizabeth and on facebook we got a shout out brie hudson Dang. courtney elizabeth and julie long we love you thank you for all the social media support it means the world you guys listen you're the best we're just people on the planet <laughs> hanging out. And if we you, have a, oh wait, go ahead. What? I was going to say we what? have a big announcement. Today. We do. And if you're listening still at this point in we this long this perfectly. podcast. At the end of this long ass episode, we have our most important announcement. Well, because that's because it's for the true people that really still are listening for some reason because they love us and that means we love them the most. <laughs> this is the soft grand opening <laughs> of the hella in your 30s patreon account yes okay so look we're setting up a patreon we have all different tiers available in terms of if you want to throw us a couple dollars a month to help keep the podcast going and to help it grow we are here for you we're going to be giving you some bonus content yes bonus episodes i am currently trying to convince nick to do a community newsletter that features (laughs) fat babies and your recipes so holler holler that's your girl Uh, our patreon is patreon com slash hell in your 30s that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash hella in your 30s and if you feel like okay listen you freakos i don't want to do do any subscription 
Nick and I got into a uh, weird, we weren't fighting, but we got into a debate about whether or not we should pay $6 a month to do Hulu. So we <laughs> yeah. know the struggle. Yes. If a monthly subscription for you is completely outrageous and you want to uh, donate a little bit to help us keep the podcast going, we also have a Venmo set up. For Hella in Your 30s. It is at Hella in Your 30s. Yes, not for Hella in Your 30s, <laughs> at Hella in Your 30s. Or you could PayPal us because, uh, you know, they don't have uh, Venmo in Canada, which we learned from our friend Lisa, who wanted to help support the podcast. She PayPal'd us, which you can do at Hella in Your 30s at gmail.com. And if you do that, we'll figure out a way to get you that bonus episode. So, yes. You know, we just love you so much. We love you. And Thank you, you know, for listening. We're going to keep rocking till the wheels fall off. You can't save, see this, but Nick is doing a devil hands. <laughs> Ever wanted to hear from the neighbor at 9 Cloverfield Lane? Or what if I told you that Dr. Loomis's worst patient wasn't Michael Myers? I'm Adam Peacock, host of the podcast My Neighbors Are Dead. Join me each week as I talk to the lesser-known characters from your favorite horror films. Each week is an all-new, fully improvised journey into the unknown, featuring friends and luminaries from the worlds of comedy, horror, and beyond. New episodes every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Campfire. <laughs>